Welcome to the My Muy Bueno Chefs Get Personal podcast. I'm your host, Justine Murphy, founder and CEO of My Muy Bueno. I'll be interviewing a different chef each fortnight, but asking the very same questions and their answers are all very different, which is what makes each interview so inspiring. Hello, hello, hello. Here we are. Ready for another fantastic chef interview ahead. This particular chef is amazing, super humble, with the biggest heart and so much talent. I have a lot of time for him. He is really great. I first met him many, many years ago when I first went to do a restaurant review of Helen DeRose at the Connaught. And yeah, super excited to have had him on the podcast for this season to share more of him with all of you. So here we go, everyone. It's the one and only Marco Zambezi. Marco Zambezi! Hi, <laughs> Marco, welcome. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm very good. I've got you here at my Yeah, finally, finally. Finally here, which is great. We interviewed you a few years ago, but lots yeah. has changed since then. Uh, yes. Giant pandemic. Three Michelin stars at Helen Rose at the yeah. Connaught. So it's only appropriate to get you on this season's podcast. Yeah, thank to... you so much for the invite. You're very welcome. It's good to have you here. Thank you. So, Marco, how old are you now? I'm 34, actually. Wow. Yeah. Really? You've accomplished so much, but you started so young. Yeah, I started actually to work. I was, uh, I mean, professionally, like 22 years old. So you started cooking professionally at 22, but you were doing your school at 19. You were doing... Yeah, no, I was, I mean, I was like uh, studying and working at the same time, I would say. Like, so I started to work in a kitchen when I was uh, 16, I would say. Okay. So I was uh, working, studying at the same time. So until I got to like uh, 22 years old, I uh, moved to London. Okay. And uh, yeah, after I did also in Italy, like a university to be a kind of uh, food and beverage manager. Right. And uh, the same time, you know, like, uh, because when you start at the university, you have sometimes a month off, uh, like a week off, etc. Okay. So I used to work in uh, many different kinds of restaurants, from the fine dining, uh, the traditional food, uh, catering, banqueting. I did it for three years, like the chef for the national uh, pro-cycling team, Italian team. Oh, wow. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. I was to follow like the, the team around the World Cups, uh, World Championships. That's amazing. Yeah, it was very nice because, of course, you know, like I was not fine dining food. It was like uh, what I aim to do in the future. But it was very interesting because as well, like I was working with the athletes. So I was dealing also with a doctor, diet, these kind of things. And also, yeah, I mean, it was uh, close to these famous guys, which were uh, like uh, normal in television and everything. So it was, uh, it was, uh, it was a very cool experience, you know. Like, at, uh, I'm sure. And you learned I was lots. very young when I did it. Like I was 18, 19 years old. Huh? That's but uh, amazing. yeah, it was, it was very nice. And you, because your father didn't want you to be a chef. Exactly. You know, my father was a doctor, just to retire, and my mom uh, was a housewife. Uh, so, like, they never been working in the industry. Right. But, you know, like my grandparents, like they used to produce olive oil, cheese, uh, you know, like many other things, wow. like to vegetable fruit. Do you think so, that inspired you then as a child? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that for sure. Around. Yeah, that for sure. Yeah, wow. That for sure. Because as well, you know, it's very important for a chef for me. I grew up like in this kind of uh, ambience, I would say, with top quality products. I saw like the farmer like producing these things and everything, which for me, like I was, um, I mean, I was uh, looking at the effort they were doing, the passion they were doing their job. Okay. And to produce something that at the end you're going to have on your, on your table. So it's very important, you know, like nowadays, especially like people coming from a big city, metropolis, like uh, London, like, you know, like yeah. uh, Roma or Milan, etc. Sometimes it doesn't know even like how you produce like cheese, how you produce a charcuterie, so how you... True. They're just know, used to o- it Olive oil, and, olive yeah. oil, you know, you think about olive oil, to produce one liter of olive oil, you need eight, nine kilos of olives. 
imagine if these olives that are picked up by hands. Wow. Because maybe like the place where you pick them up, like it's not, uh, you know, like... Um, it's not big industrial. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, like there is a lot of effort behind like this quality product and everything. So is uh, since then that, of course, I understood the, the importance of this, uh, this product. And also just yeah. from those artisan sort of ingredients, yeah. the, the culture, the history, the families behind yeah. them, yeah. the generations yeah. 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 Exactly. of families. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, like for the, the, the product we find in the supermarket, the famous uh, cheese, it can be Conte, it can be Parmesan, it can be anything else. There is a lot, a lot of generation. There is uh, another year of sto story, etc. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's true. Huh? So it's, uh, and that can't be lost. Yeah. It's so yeah. important exactly. to be tapping exactly. into that. So it's very important. The new generation, our responsibility, like to transmit this uh, tradition and uh, maintain also the quality of the product and then keep going like in the same way. Because I know the so. ingredients. In fact, I looked back to when we first met, when I first came to review Helen DeRose at the Connaught back in yeah. 2016. Yes. As we spoke about earlier. But when I read through earlier my notes from then and the one thing I talked about, the biggest thing that kind of took me back and made it so special was just the quality of the ingredients. Yeah, but you know, so that was then yeah. even. But also so. with, with Elaine, you know, Elaine, like she said, like uh, every time, uh, she's not like a kind of chef with a lot of technique and everything. She prefers food uh, like a simple on the plate where you see the food first, like what we're talking about. Okay, you have a dish with scallop, but you want to see a scallop. Yes. And also like the most important is the quality. So, you know, we can play with the technique, of course. Yeah. You know, she, she allowed us as well like, to play with technique. She trusted the young generation, we say, which at the moment is uh, myself and my sous chef and everything. Yeah. So she gave us some freedom like to create some new things, etc. But on the other side, the most important things is like to maintain the identity of the, the product we're using. Okay. Yes. So which I think is fair, it makes a uh, complete sense. And as well, like uh, if we don't change the quality of the product, we're not gonna lose all the job that is uh, behind this product, which is the job from the farmer, from the fisherman, yes. from the you know grand Your job great, is to great grandfather, it. which is not here anymore, a, yeah. a grandfather which is not here anymore, etc. Yeah, so yeah. it's very, very important, this uh. of course. And uh, many young chefs don't understand this. Uh. Yeah, it's true. You're there yeah, as, yeah, yeah, yeah enhancing yeah. it, if anything, yeah, and yeah, 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 bringing so, together. I think it's our responsibility to maintain this. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Good, and you do a very good job of it. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to, yeah. It's only, it's only yours back in October. Mm. Yeah. You came and drank all the wine yeah, in the Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good night. <laughs> and embarrassed you in your kitchen. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, no, it was always nice to have you with us, so. You'll come and hear me chomp coming yeah, downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I need to come and do an official visit, though. I'm going to yeah. do. We're going to do it this anytime, year. Anytime, anytime, please. Thank you. Right. So, what's your earliest and fondest first memory of food? This is a difficult question because I grew up like in this ambience with a lot of a nice product. You know, like uh, olive oil, cheese, uh, fruit and vegetable produced from my grandparents and everything. And I think like something that um, I will never forget in Italy, as in many other countries as well. At the end of the year, normally it's tradition, was tradition, now is, uh, is, we are a bit like losing this. We used to kill like the pig, the pork, like okay. a, to produce like a kind of charcuterie and have food for uh, the whole year for the family. So literally from nose to tail, the yeah. whole thing was broken up and used. They used to buy like, a, or, or like to have the pig at home or buy the pig, then they used to kill it at home. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. learned yeah. that from a young age, yeah, yeah, how yeah, to do it? Yeah. Yeah, to do it, I mean, uh, I mean, now it's a bit <laughs> more challenging, but, knife, but, but I, I saw the steps and everything, you know, like uh, when you're a young kid, it was very impressive, this, huh? I'm not going to describe everything, but it uh, was very, very impressive. How but, old were you? Well, since I was born, because my mom used to bring me, okay, let's go, like, uh, to see, because it was a kind of party for let's the family, you know? Let's go see the killing of the yeah, pig! Yeah, 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 but it was, uh, you know, like, it was a shocking, like, uh, almost, uh, I was traumatized in the beginning, like, yeah, but... <laughs> But uh, to be honest, uh, you know, it's something that, uh, I mean, I say thanks to my family, to my grandparents to show me to this as well. To expose you for that, yeah, from a young uh, age. You know, uh, yeah. We're going to the abattoir uh, now, so. Yeah. 
So I think like all these charcuterie made from the pork, you know, salami and the sausage. Incredible. And the uh, guanciale, porchetta, and uh, all these kind of things. It was, uh, yeah. And then through the year, I guess your, your yeah. family cooking all of these things or yeah, enjoying Yeah, but we're still them. doing We still have like uh, in my small village where I live in Italy, like we still have a uh, few farmers like doing uh, kind of pork at the end of the year. So of course, like we, we buy some stuff and everything. That's wonderful. But, uh, it's amazing. It's a time, yeah. an age, yeah. a tale so, yeah. as old as time, you know, a tradition that just will keep on going yeah. as long as yeah. the next generations keep it alive yeah. and yeah. pay yeah. it forward. I love that. Okay, great. Which chefs inspire you most and why? Mm. Well, uh, you can guess, I think. No, for sure, you know. Um, the amazing I mean, Helene, yeah, of course. No, I mean, it's, uh, it's eight years of working with Helene Rose, you know, like it's a um, yeah, long time. Amazing. Uh, but uh, she still like inspired me a lot because uh, take consideration of everything, you know, like she worked a lot in television. She worked a lot in the kitchen. She has two restaurants in Paris, one in London, one in South of France. We opening a new one soon. Um, yes, I'm gonna get it. No, no, yeah. Watch this space, everyone. But you know, like she's a very busy woman, plus she has two daughters and the many other things. So she inspired me a lot. For sure, like as I mentioned earlier, cooking-wise, kitchen-wise and everything. When like we talk together in London, she always like challenges us to question ourselves and ask ourselves if we're doing like the right things. Okay, okay. this is the right way, this is the right things, this is the right, uh, the right thing we want to like, transmit to our guests and everything. Okay. So Makes you think, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Challenges exactly. you exactly. To... Yeah, yeah. So okay. I think it's very important. So like she inspired me a lot because, you know, through this challenge, we force ourselves to, yeah, to push, to do be. better and, and better and better. Yeah, and, uh, That's so fantastic. She inspired me a lot for sure. Because then you don't yeah. become complacent yeah. either. Yeah. You're yeah. always yeah. pushing yourself exactly. in the next yeah. thing and that. That's fantastic. Yeah. And after as well, like she, I mean, we share like the same philosophy in terms of uh, product quality, seasonality. Since a couple of years, well, like uh, we try to think a bit more about. Uh, I know everyone is talking about sustainability, but I don't want to like uh, enter in this matter because we could talk for uh, weeks uh, and everyone says something different. Yeah. But for sure, you know, like it's, uh, I think it's also our responsibility to 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 work more like with the local producer, product, and everything. After, of course. Uh, if summertime uh, I'm gonna have a tomato on uh, one of my dishes, I'm sorry, but I'm not gonna use tomato from uh, England. Okay, <laughs> you know, but uh, so you know, like uh, for sure, you know, like uh, you can bring no, them no, back in your no, bag on yeah, your trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super but, sustainable. Yeah, yeah. Every, every time actually I go back to Italy, I bring back my luggage full of food. Huh? Oh, really? Every time, so every there time, we go. every time. You're doing your bit. Every time. <laughs> no, so for, for sure, you know, like the most important things is the quality of the product, the seasonality. Yeah. And uh, after, you know, like if you cannot find something in UK, like we, we source course, it for France or... Yeah. yeah, and also you have relationships with these people yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you're absolutely. still maintaining... After as well, like Elaine, she's coming from southwest of France. So the French Basque Country, myself, uh, like north of Italy. So more or less, we have like the same... Uh, I would and say, she's got all of her family and her heritage with all those amazing... Because your bar bar yeah, that you yeah, have, yeah. you've got... I mean, it's still for me. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Jean-Philippe, yours yeah, is amazing yeah. too, but it's number two. <laughs> yours is just like, it's close, but it's, yeah, it's yeah. nothing rivals it. It's yeah. the best ever. Yeah. So, so it's a huge portion. It's like, a, it's nice. It's, it's soft, so yeah. good. Like it. yeah. <laughs> okay, right. Moving on. What are your two favorite cookbooks and why? Oh, well, so another difficult question. So now, to be honest, you know, like I don't have much time to read cookbooks. At home, I have a lot of cookbooks. I would say I have at least 50. I don't know. But they never get touched. So Every time after it's coming. Out. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> but I bought also like a three new ones at Christmas time. I didn't open them yet. Okay. Um, but so, which ones have you ever yeah, loved? I, I, no, I would say like, um, I really like uh, the one from uh, Mirazur. Okay. Uh, Marucola Greco, for the simple uh, reason that, uh, like, uh, Italian cuisine as well, like, I use a lot of vegetable. I use a simple sauce on it. The plating is very simple at the end. Okay. But again, you see a product, seasonality. And so for this reason, like, uh, like uh, his cookbook. Nice. And the second one, I would say, I would say, like, the one from uh, Disfrutar. 
You know, they did a new one, like with yes. all the, 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 from uh, 2017, yeah. 18, 19, I think. Yes. So they have a lot of technique uh, and everything. Of course, they're coming from like the school of uh, Adria. Yes. So also this, like, you know, like, they use a lot of technique and everything. Okay. Uh, even if I'm not like looking at the book to copy or to no, just to get inspired sometime, yes, uh, why not? But you uh, see one thing, be but, like, wow, uh, that's yeah, interesting yeah, how yeah, they yeah, do exactly. that. Or, but okay. after, uh, to be honest, I'm not using much books or something. I prefer, you know, like to check what's in season, talk to my sous chef, we discuss what we can do. After, you know, I'm going to have a chat with Elaine. Elaine, yeah. well, what do you think if we do this and that? And then after we create a dish. You need a cookbook. Yeah, 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 but to be honest, you know, right. with the lens, many years we're talking about it, and then uh, the problem is every time it's okay, we don't have time because to well, make a, a nice cookbook you need at least one year. A lot of I would time. Say, at yeah. least one year. So we'll see. Uh, one day. Hopefully, yeah. It would be soon. wonderful to put yeah, all yeah, of that yeah, into yeah. something. No, absolutely. No, it would be, would be very nice. Yeah. Good. It's on the list. On yeah. the list. It is, yeah. Which two ingredients could you not live without? Okay, I can uh, okay. Guess no, no, okay. Now no, no, ask your question. Yeah, guess one. <laughs> Olive oil. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and the second one is pasta. Oh, of course, really? I'm, I'm Italian. I'm Italian. I cannot, you know, like, uh, normally, back in Italy, I, I used to eat pasta at least once every two days. How are you so slim? Yeah. <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> I buy pasta. It's like yeah. No, to just, you know, like uh, I love pasta. I love rice as well. But you know, with pasta in Italy, I go to the garden. I pick up what I want. Okay. I go back to the kitchen. I, I do pasta. Oh my god! So this uh, for me, like I love it. After you know, I can say onion, I can say many other ingredients. But it must. Does it, is it also kind of when you do it, like a relaxing sort of thing for you as yeah, well? Because yeah. it's just like a moment of being at yeah, home yeah, yeah, and then yeah. eating it. Yeah, but do something simple, you know, like uh, you know, with pasta, it's very easy to get something. Yeah. That and after the yeah, olive oil, for sure, is coming also, you know, from uh, my grandparents. Uh, we still have uh, like uh, 140 olive tree at home. Uh, where we, like uh, all the family, like during the year normally, we go to pick up the olives. We don't produce much olive oil, only for the family use. That's but, uh, wonderful. But uh, still, uh, I love olive oil. Oh. I'm sorry, Len, as well. Okay, but <laughs> I prefer like uh, olive oil than butter. Huh? I know the French <laughs> chef. <laughs> <laughs> that's allowed. Yeah, I'm still Italian at the end, so okay, I need, to, <laughs> I need to respect my tradition as well. Good so. olive oil, yeah. yes. Right. Yeah. What? And maybe it's going to be the same thing. Yeah. What is your favourite comfort food? Yeah. <laughs> so to exactly. Eat at so, home. so I would say if I'm in London again, pasta. Okay. Uh, because something easy. So uh, you know, like. But uh, you're going to make the pasta, or every time at both. home in London? Both. Okay. No, both. No, no. Also good, uh, you know, dry pasta. There is okay. so many okay. brands like from south of Italy or something. Okay. Why but not? that's your yeah. staple yeah. kind of comforting. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, if I'm back to Italy, normally like, uh, I love to do something the barbecue with friends. You know, can be meat, can be fish, can be vegetable from the garden again. Yes. And uh, you know, like uh, I love uh, for sure like shared food. So to have something big on the table, yeah. sharing, yes, eat uh, and drink together. You know, like uh, voila. So the this, uh, yeah, is the best. Breaking so, yeah. breads yeah. together yeah. with yeah. with love. So ones. yeah, very simple. Something very simple, comfortable. Yeah. Love that. Love it. Yeah. If you could eat. At any Michelin star restaurant in the world today, where would it be and why? I have three restaurants in mind. Three? Three restaurants. These are uh, on the honest, list. I mean, I've been quite lucky also yeah, with the my team, uh, with uh, my girlfriend, uh, like uh, to be and uh, experience like many Michelin star restaurants. In one side, I really, I really love like the Nordic uh, cuisine. Yes. Uh, so I miss uh, like uh, as a restaurant, like a Maemo. So I would like to go to Maimo. I really want to go yeah, there. Me yeah. too. So, Trip yeah. to Norway. Yeah, and, yeah. Okay. Exactly. So just to discover a bit like his, uh, his food and like his, mm, uh, his, his, his culture and everything. 
there's a second restaurant which I would like to go to Mexico to Pujol. Ooh. Which, uh, I mean, all my colleagues, all the people that have been, they say it was amazing, okay. like, uh, great food and everything. And after this, since like five years, I want to go to have a trip in Mexico. So, okay. you know, like, well, I, need to, I, 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 need to, I need to combine those things. I'm and meant then, to be going in a few yeah. weeks. I'm going to uh, go okay, and interview well. Jose Luis and uh, go to Arca. So nice. maybe I'll try and do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm, uh, no. Yeah, it's going to be it's beautiful yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it needs to be on your bucket uh, list. I want to organize it, yeah. Okay. And, and then there's a third one, which is different from the other two. I love Spain, so I would like to go to David Munoz, so to Diverso. I'm there in April. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. You know, he, he, he's a kind of, I mean, he's a young chef and everything. Wait. He's, uh, he's so funny as I th- well. I think in his style cuisine, sometimes he's a bit, you know, like aggressive, a bit Out crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I really would like to discover, like. But uh, I love uh, that yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I have, yeah, I've been yeah. wanting yeah. to go. For so years. it's like a three, three restaurants which are completely different from each other, and then. Uh, would like yeah, to, really yeah, different. I would like to try them. It's yeah. good. No, I'm looking forward to going. It looks amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. been on my list for years, but I'm expecting. Yeah. All the crazy. No, but to be honest, I, from these three restaurants, I always had this very good feedback and everything. So. Have you been to Rasmus? Have you been over to Copenhagen before? I met him. Uh, like a few months ago, he came to the Connaught. He is but, uh, so yeah, lovely. He's oh a very my nice goodness. guy. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah. nice. And you've yeah, got... after what he's doing, yeah, I think it's something crazy. I think you have a crazy experience there. It's just something you're going to, I mean, remember for your life. Remember for life, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah totally, it's an sure. experience. Like, yeah. all fully yeah, immersive. Yeah. And yeah. then Franzen, if you haven't been to France. Yeah, yeah not France. I've been with Elena, actually. Are you really? Yeah, yeah, 2019. was oh, amazing. Uh, was amazing. Hey? We did a trip like to Franzen, Noma, and Geranium the same in five days, three restaurants. Amazing. What an experience. Just phenomenal talent. I mean, to dance, was a, yeah, Incredible. Was a unbelievable. Yeah, good. good. I love it. Great. You've got the best job in the world, though. Really. Yeah. You get to do everything. I'm there, everything yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> but still work hard, eh? It's not yeah, like no, only, I know. It's not all... I know. It's not only traveling, yeah. Okay. Well, if you were to go... Who are you going to take as your guest? For sure, like, people from the industry. Okay. So, maybe... My girlfriend, which is a restaurant manager in another restaurant. Okay. Or my sous chef, I would say. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic. What do you look for in a good chef? It's a tough question now. I mean, in a good chef, I would say like for sure, like honesty is the first thing for me. Because if you're not honest and not transparent, I say to you, good morning, but after I don't want to see you anymore. Yes. So honesty for me is the, is the first thing. You need to be transparent. If there is something positive or negative, you need to say it straight away. Yeah. If there is a problem, I want to be also the first one to solve it as a manager in the restaurant and everything. So this is the first thing. After, for sure, you know, like, uh, uh, as I say, also like a joke, with the front of house team, we are in a Premier League in terms of a restaurant industry and everything. So I want to play also with a Premier League team. Yeah. Premier League like players. So it's very important, you know, like, I'm not expecting like people coming with 20 mission stars on the CV or something. I prefer to have even people which never work in Mission Star restaurant, but to be honest, to be ambitious, to be like uh, ready to learn, ready to push yes. to achieve their goal and also the goal of the restaurant as a team group and everything. So this is what I'm looking to be honest. Because after, you know, like whatever they're going to learn in our restaurant, we're going to teach us what to do. We're going to actually, we're going to create something together. Yes. You know, me, I say something, you know, also when I have maybe some guys that come on trial, coming for an interview or something, I say, okay, I'm very transparent, you know, like I'm not the kind of uh, chef which uh, I give you the recipe. I say to you, like, okay, we do this because it's like this. I say there is something to learn from uh, everyone. It yes. can be from a waiter, from a kitchen porter, from the chef, from uh, anyone. So I think in one side, we are all the same level. After, of course, like, the final decision is going to be mine, it's going to be oh, Elena, et cetera. Yeah. But um, as everyone in our industry, as a chef, we're coming from different experience. I think we can learn from each other, even from something small to something big. So I'm very open mind. Yeah, I mean, the main thing I'm looking for somebody like a very ambition, uh, uh, ready to push, ready to learn, and uh, to achieve something altogether. Nice. Yeah. Great. Lovely. What advice would you give to chefs starting in their career paths now? 
Okay, <laughs> so now I'm going to give you a different answer that I would have given like maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the young generation now, I would say, I mean, unfortunately, also like unfortunately, after COVID, post-Brexit, I would say, and everything, everyone is thinking more about like a private life than uh, like a working life, which... Uh, I think it's positive for our industry. Yes. Because in our industry, you know, like I've been working also myself. I'm still working many hours during the week. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, 70 plus, uh, etc. I mean, it's good that one side is changing. It's good that one side we need to uh, live a bit more like a private life. Uh, you know, think about like a uh, family, our hobby, our uh, gym maybe in the morning. So at least we... we, we, we <laughs> Work off that yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we move a little bit more. So this is positive. But on the other side, uh, I think the young generation, they need to remember that to achieve something important. Yes. They need to work hard. You know, like after, you know, if they're very lucky, of course, you can have a daddy, which, uh, you know, give you everything. But uh, if one day as well, like I'm going to have this possibility to give like the best to my son, I'm going to make sure like that my son is going to like work hard as I yes. did for the first few years and everything until he creates something by himself. Yeah. And after one point, you know, of course, if you need help, I'm going to be there. But, uh, of course, but, still but uh, work ethic. But I think so... uh, you need to work hard to achieve something important. So, 100%. Yeah. Good. How has the pandemic affected your restaurant and how did you adapt and evolve throughout? Okay, well, at the pandemic time, we've been like doing, you know, takeaway, these kind of things. It's the only thing we could do, like also to do something for ourselves, because I prefer also to have the team like working instead of be at home like, and doing nothing. So at least we see each other. And keeping busy. Keep busy, exactly. To also see a different concept. Yeah. Because, you know, in the future it can be useful, you know, if you want to open a second business uh, to take away, why not? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you see like a different organization. So different, capable uh, yeah, of doing yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And also the other reason for sure, like it was very important to keep happy our guests, you know, our regular guests and everything. They really appreciate our takeaway. It was very successful. Missing your food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, but we had the very good feedback. So it was, uh, was very Dark. nice. And post-pandemic, I would say, like, uh, just the mentality, as I mentioned before, like, it's changed. Like, everyone want to, for sure, like, a more uh, private life uh, than uh, compared, like, to the working life. How many and, uh, days are you open? Did you have... Five days a week. Did that Be- change? Uh, no, no. But actually, we changed the past, like, in 2019 when we closed the restaurant. Because we closed the restaurant in 2019, two months for refurbishment. So we did a new dining room, new kitchen. Right. Uh, so it was, again, before, like, the pandemic. So before this refurbishment, we used to be open seven days, and after we decided to be open only five days a week. Okay, so uh, that was before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, just before the pandemic. So like, so uh, that worked uh, out. But after well. we closed, so for so. Of yeah. course, okay. Uh, but it was not like because of the pandemic. Okay. No, so like I think like uh, the things that change the most is just the mentality of the people. And uh, so working wise, I need to be much more patient than I used to be before. So, you know, before to say something, uh, also, you know, maybe be aggressive sometimes, you know, when there is pressure and so on, because the service is busy, etc. You need to think twice and uh, breathe a bit more. And then, okay, after say things, uh, you, yeah, you need to be much more patient than before, for sure. I think people are more mindful now, Yeah, exactly, exactly, yes. exactly. So this is very important. This is like the main thing change. Regarding our cuisine, our, uh, our food, uh, no, it's not changed. I mean, we have always our focus, our uh, philosophy, you know, again, product, uh, seasonality. That's always the focus, so, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. For sure, like, we had more interest like, to work, uh, as I mentioned before, again, on a local product producer, uh, use like a local producer whenever it's possible. Okay. Uh, this one, we try to, to work a bit more on it. So this is the only thing I think it changed for me. Okay. And can you share any wisdom from the experience so far with others? But have you changed? And did, I mean, you've said, obviously, the focus is still on the kind of the product yeah, stuff, yeah. but did any cooking change? Did you change as a person? Did you see any changes in yourself? 
But not to be honest, like uh, regarding, I mean, still related to the pandemic. No? To be honest, no, I mean, I didn't change my mentality. I mean, I'm still working hard as before. Okay. And I try to convince and push the younger generation to do so as well, if they want to achieve something like uh, important in their life. And after, for sure, like I think uh, sometimes I say also like uh, to my colleague, you must say we're crazy to do this job because we work a crazy amount of hour, etc. But on the other side, you know, we have uh, so much satisfaction. Uh, in our job, we have, uh, you know, like uh, the feedback from the guests. When the guests come to the kitchen, they're super happy, they smile. They send a mail to say thank you because like, you make my day so special, memorable, these kind of things. And we have also the um, possibility to create uh, something our, you know, like uh, I work with my colleague as well to create a dish or something. Any idea is good. Okay, let's try to put something together. So it's not like if you work in a factory where you do the same thing every, every day. Yes. Boom, boom, Mundane. boom. No, exactly. So we really, like, uh, yeah, we, we have some freedom like to create something new, something different and uh, keep up also the spirit and uh, very and dynamic well. yeah exactly. nice. so Good how design. many have you got in your kitchen at the moment so we're in about 20 in the main kitchen about six in the pastry wow yeah, yeah, amazing yeah. and then how many covers uh, we do an average of 45 cover lunch 45 cover dinner fantastic yeah. so, so, and you're yeah. busy pumping around christmas yeah, yeah. day when yeah, i came yeah, in yeah, 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 yeah. christmas day like it's crazy it's the right? busiest day of the year for oh, sure. yeah, amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. but again yeah. just like all the energy all of the adrenaline yeah. rushing and i love that so marco yeah. that's well, the whole interview yeah, well, uh, thank you thank you so much well, uh, thank you so much thank you very much thank, thank you, you so for much. being here no thank you for your time thank you for the invite as well And that's a wrap. What a great interview. And yeah, Marco is just a gem. He really is. I hope you all enjoyed that interview. And gosh, I can't wait to go back and eat there again. The food is just incredible and so much talent and wonderful service and ah, everything great. So if you haven't been, be sure to go and that's it for today. Back again, of course, in two weeks time with yet another brilliant chef, can't wait to share. In the meantime, keep on keeping on, keep busy, keep all your ducks in a row. Follow My Muy Bueno Chefs if you don't already. Use our hashtag, My Muy Bueno Chefs. And uh, that's it from me. 